Could Pitt actually be adding another wide receiver to the room? We will talk about that today as they are playing host to a wide receiver transfer here coming up very soon. And also, we're going to talk a little bit about the June recruiting cycle as we hit that full steam and why the offensive line recruiting is the big thing to watch. It's all coming up today on this episode of Locked On Pit. Our Locked On Pit, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Pit Podcast, everybody. As always, thank you for listening. I am your host, Nick Fairbuff. If you're watching this, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, do all of that great stuff. If you are listening to this, make sure to leave a review, continue to support the channel. Always appreciate anything you guys give me, folks. But today we are hitting what I would say is a big stride point for Pitt as we look at guys that they could potentially add to the roster in the 2023 recruiting class. That's going to be huge. We're going to be talking about that not just today, but Friday throughout the weekend. We're going to have weekend episodes as the commits come rolling in. It's going to be a big weekend, and this is going to be the first of three big weekends for Pat Narduzzi and the staff as they're going to host at least 13 as we know right now. Who knows more? Could be hosting some unofficial guys, but I do know that there is more than just the recruits coming on campus. And again, we will discuss some of these guys coming a little bit tomorrow, but they are going to be hosting another player here very soon. And Colby Young from Lackawanna College. Now that probably sounds a little bit familiar to some of you folks. Lackawanna College, a notorious place for not just where Pitt could potentially recruit and decently local, right? It's not too far away in terms of actual location in the northeastern part of the state, up near Scranton more so. Um, but also, Pitt recently sent out an offer to Colby Young. It looks like that he is going to come on official visit. Has some good offers elsewhere, Florida State, Tennessee, but also that Lackawanna College is going to jump out to you in terms of guys that have come out of there because one of the big names that has come out of there after, say, going to a top school was Jaquan Brisker, who went to Penn State and just ended up being a big-time draft pick here in the 2022 NFL draft. So Lackawanna College has showcased to be able to prove that they can bring out some really quality talent. And Young was offered by Pitt last week. And so it looks like Pitt is trying to add another wide receiver to this room. And Young, a big player, man. Big, six foot four, about 210. Ton of size that he brings to the table. And he moves well. You can see on tape long strides that just eat up ground. A lot of build-up speed um, that he works on as well. Uh, that really eats up ground. It can make him a 
pretty tough cover because he does get on your cushion really, really quick. And so you're going to play off, but really in two strides, he's on your heels and he can go right by you. Obviously, that sides mismatch is going to give him a lot of advantage in the red zone. It's also going to allow him to win downfield and in combat situations. He plays tough, plays with strong hands, has good body control. Um, so this is an interesting player to add to the room. But we talked about this when Jordan Addison transferred in the fact that Pitt last year experienced something that I don't think they want to go through again. And what they went through last year was... Yes, they had a deep wide receiver room. You know, they had Taysier Mack. They had Jordan Addison at the top, obviously. They had Jared Wayne. And then behind them, you felt good about Jalen Barn, Melkees Stovall. Uh, you felt good about Jaden Bradley as well. And then you had Trey Tipton and some others. But there were so many injuries in that room. Mack goes down. Barn goes down. You lose both of them for the year. Stovall deals with an ankle injury. And all of a sudden, it's a thinner group. And Pitt right now, still waiting to see if they're going to actually have Bub Means as well. We don't know that for sure. Now, I feel like they will, but we don't know that for sure. And so that is very important to also note. When we're actually thinking about this room, I count Bub Means in there, but he still has to get that waiver. And more importantly... He also has to get that approved. So that's no guarantee. But the room right now is the stands. You have Kanade, Mumfield, Jared Wayne, Jalen Barton, Bub Means, Jaden Bradley, Addison Copeland, Shane Wabuko in that room. And Miles Alston as well. Now you have some guys in there, but adding another guy, I don't think is out of the question. Because wide receivers play a lot in this offense. And they're focal points because Pitt has a lot of wide receiver talent. And, and that's something that they've really built up over the years. So Young coming in here isn't a crazy idea. I think that when you look at this, Young is kind of that rare type of guy that's still on the market, brings an actual different type of thing you don't have to the room. Because he's huge. This is a guy that is just six foot four, runs incredibly gracefully, and makes a ton of great plays. And you don't have this type of size. Now, don't it's not that you don't have size, because you do have size, right? You have but Beans, who is pretty tall, Jared Wayne has good size. Uh, Jane Bradley is good size, so does Aston Copeland, but you don't have six foot four. He looks legit six four. So big time in terms of what he can bring to the red zone capabilities, um, inline blocking capabilities. I think there's a lot you can do with Colby Young here. And I think that's important to take into account because Pitt is gonna want different types of mismatches in personnel. We talked about this as well in how much Frank Signetti loves to mix and match his personnel groupings. And I think this is going to be big for Pitt because I think a guy like Young could potentially bring different types of stacked looks to the red zone, you know, be, do very different style things that I think Pitt would actually really take to heart and like a lot. Um, and so I really do believe that 
as I look right now at what we say and see in someone like, for example, Colby Young, he brings a different style to the group. And I think he brings depth and a much needed kind of spark. And honestly, if you don't have what happens last year with a lot of injuries again, it's good. And I think Young is a guy that has a lot of potential to come to the room from New York. Really fun player to watch. Uh, and so I would look at him, you know, only a freshman still. So you have three years of eligibility with him. Young guy that can really bring some youth to the room and, and bring some excitement as well uh, to the room. So I, I wouldn't hate this ad at all. But I want to shift over to the weekend recruiting a little bit and talk just a little bit about why I think offensive line recruiting is so important for Pitt this year. But first, let me let you know about Built Bar because, folks, we've been asking and Built delivered. Built granola bars are here. Built granola bars come in unbelievable flavors, chocolate peanut butter, chocolate coconut, and white chocolate berry. If you want to try all flavors, you can get a mixed box on Built.com. Right now, they are so different from the bars and the puffs, but the granola bars are loaded with granola. It's the perfect combination of crunch and chewiness. You can have everything you want with 100% real chocolate with only 150 calories, 15 grams of protein, and only 4 grams of sugar. Built granola bars can change your world. So, folks, all you have to do right now is go to Built.com to get Built granola bars right now. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCK15 at built.com. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Locked On Pit Podcast. We're talking a little bit in the recruiting realms right now. And I was looking at someone earlier today. And they were saying, you know, could visit Pitt. And and this person that ended up actually, you know, doing it was Ramble, uh, the the Stanton Ramble, the offensive line prospect, four star from Alabama. I uh, and, and you know the interest is there for Pitt, but he ends up pulling that trigger. And I was thinking to myself, because as I was going down a very extensive and really good official visits list, you know, with a lot of four stars in there. I think it's over 10 four stars that are going to come to pit at this point. I I really find out that, you know, Pitt doesn't have a lot of offensive linemen actually locked in right now. Like when I look at what the, he actually, brings to the table and, and what I'm saying is Ramble you know it's it's size it's athleticism it's pedigree it's stuff Pitt doesn't have a lot of in terms of their pedigree type of stuff but what they have a lot of is great coaching because they've done a lot of good stuff with their coaching right they have coached up Carter Warren they brought in Marcus Minor on a really good transfer they've Developed a guy like Gabe Boy, Jake Cradle locally has turned out to be really good for them. Uh, so I think Dave Borbley has actually done some underrated stuff in terms of his development. Uh, I think that that has been something that has really flown under the radar. And I think that, that is 
something that people don't really give him enough credit for. Now, the recruiting it is what it is. But 100%, what I will say is that I think Borbley has done a decent job here of actually going after guys and developing them. You know, the talent pool is what it is. But I think that he's done a nice job of building these guys up. And now when you look at the recruiting across the board here, you got great receivers coming in. Obviously, the defensive linemen love it. The linebackers are looking pretty good. They got some good DBs. Kenny Minchie's a great commit at quarterback. They got some tight ends as well. Feels like every place on the team is getting really good recruitment. And then there's kind of not much movement on the offensive line area. You know, Zachary Aimland, who was scheduled for an official visit to Pitt, committed to Illinois this past week, early this week. Uh, and that kind of took everyone by surprise. I felt like Pitt maybe had the driver's seat on that one. But he goes to Illinois. And so Pitt doesn't actually have that many guys that are locked in for official visits right now. Rammel is one of only two. One of only two guys right now that are scheduled to come in for an official visit here. Now, there are guys, I think, that could definitely come to Pitt. And I think that could make sense. And Michael Kroontz from Maryland is another guy, the other guy that has that confirmed official visit. But we haven't seen a ton of movement. Now, we know Pitt's after Samson Okunlola, the brother of Samuel Okunlola. But... You know, two only two guys right now coming to campus, and you feel like that's one of the bigger needs this year with the whole vet offensive line, right? You have – so you have Carter Warren, Marcus Miner, Owen Drexel, Gabe Hoy, Jay Cradle, and prop four of those five guys are gone. Cradle, if he has a good year, could go to the NFL if he really wants to. Now, you have a lot of young guys there, but this is an older offensive line. Even the guys that are waiting in the wings, Blake Zubovich and Matt Gonsalves, they're a one-year stopgap next year uh, and until they go. So you actually need to look at offensive line replenished with some youth. So that feels like one of the big needs this offseason. And the tr we talk about the trenches so much. And when Pitt has faltered with a good quarterback, you know, Kenny Pickett was – Good in 2020, but was hampered by a bad high ankle sprain and was getting crushed every time he stepped back. Really, that was the story of his first four seasons of his career. Then you brought in Marcus Miner. Carter Warren took the next step. Everyone took the right step. And Pitt has the best offensive line they have had in Lord knows how long, 2016 probably. And look what happens. They go to the ACC championship and they play great. Kenny has a great year and everything kind of just puts it together nicely, right? I'll say it right now. If Pitt's going to want to go to the next level and stay at the next level, I think this is one of the biggest things they're going to need. Quality offensive line recruiting. I'm not sure right off the bat how this is going to turn out for them. Again, the recruiting game 
on the offensive line thus far. It, we only two official visits, but you're also in the top line for a guy like Samson Okunlola, who you feel like it's an uphill battle given he is such a star. And you have teams like Ohio State, and you really have everyone in on him. Alabama, everyone's going to be in on him. It's kind of like Hakeem Williams, but offensive line, in which maybe you have something there. But let's also say that it's not going to be easy to win. That's going to be an uphill battle. Neither is Ramble. You know, Auburn's it on him. He's one of the better offensive line prospects in the entire country, but he's from Alabama, and he's coming up here. So you feel like... You know, offensive linemen are taking some notice, but where are the other guys, right? You know, where are maybe some more realistic targets? You don't want to just shoot for the stars. Shooting for the stars is great. But let's also make sure that the offensive line prospects are 100% within range. And I think Pitt's going to be made or break over the next few years in terms of how they stay relevant by their offensive line recruiting. I think it's one of the biggest things that this program needs to really hit hard. And I think that this program needs to set itself up for the next generation with quality offensive line recruiting. I think it's one of the biggest things this team really needs to completely get in on and break down 100%. And they have a lot of young players, but the question is going to be just how much is that offensive line going to improve? And what about the pedigree on that offensive line? I think that's going to be very, very interesting. All right. I do, however, want to talk about some potential targets I could see actually coming to Pitt because I don't think that, you know, only two guys are going to come for official visits. I expect that you would see some other guys start to trickle in so we'll go over Pitt's offers list and we'll talk about some guys that maybe have put Pitt up top in some of their lists and and we're going to break them down so we will talk about that but first let's go to a break folks all right everybody welcome back to the locked on pit podcast so we are going to discuss here Let's talk about some offensive alignment. We talked about Stanton Rammel, and we've talked about Michael Cruz. These are a few of the guys that could 100% be pit targets, commits, all of that. And so you like that for sure. You like that. I will say that I, I think Pitt has shown a good bit of interest in, in, say, going after some of these players. Now, Jordan Church is one of those guys uh, that I think is certainly a big name. And I think that he doesn't have the four-star next to him, right? And that might be, for some people a little bit of a, a depressing thing. You know, I know some people chase the stars. Not everyone chases the stars, but some people do chase those stars. But you look at someone like, for example, Jordan Church. And, well, okay. 
I think you feel a lot better about that because he's a five seven three star. He puts you in his top five, so you already have that, right? You already have the top five distinction with him. And you're feeling a lot better about something like that because it feels like he's shown a lot of interest in you, and more importantly, he has consistently shown up. He's come on an unofficial visit to Pitt already. Jordan Church feels like one of those guys that could potentially be a target for Pitt. Now they, they were target targeting some other guys like Javen Williams, uh, Jevin Williams rather, um, who went to Penn state eventually early on. Uh, I think that, you know, Paul Mubenga from Georgia came earlier. I think he's interesting. Nick Oliveira, who they offered just recently out of Malika Hills, New Jersey, isn't rated at all currently right now. Um, but he is a guy that I think Pitt, has to really circle their eye on. Clearly, I think that they have him. If you offer a guy this late in the process, I think you have someone that is you really like that you can bring to the table and think, okay, we like what this guy brings, especially if you are jumping out ahead of the entire pack for him. Uh, so I really think that that in particular says a little bit of something about what Pitt could potentially be doing there. I think Amir Herring's an interesting Player four-star from Michigan uh, has come on a visit already to Pitt. Uh, I think that Pitt's going to try and get him in. I think Pitt's trying to hit Michigan there pretty hard, and Archie Collins is doing a nice job there to maybe make some things happen. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, I think that Pitt, though, definitely has options here at the offensive line. Wouldn't be all that surprising as the process develops if they really think that they can't reel some of these guys in to maybe go out and offer someone. Um, and and – you know, add some other guys that they might find. Uh, but I, I think that they have a few guys that they like, and I, I think that they're going to get more uh, guys to come on campus. And I think they're going to get more guys that feel like, you know, realistic targets and, and not saying Rammel isn't or Samson Oklahoma isn't, but they're going to be tougher uphill battles in the pit lands. them. Obviously these are the type of guys we're talking about in terms of maintaining their status that we really, really want at this pit program. But also I think you have to understand that, okay, it's a lot of different moving variables to that. And offensive line recruiting for Pitt has just been just a very interesting cycle. You know, it was great. It was disproportionately so under Paul Christ. And that's where you saw Pitt bring in a lot of really talented players, right? Uh, you saw them bring in Dorian Johnson, Brian O'Neill, the Wadi. Uh, there were a ton of really good players on those classes, but he had the Wisconsin pedigree. So uh, anytime you hear that Wisconsin type thing, you know, Wisconsin produces offensive linemen out of their program like hotcakes. Uh, so that's going to be a big sell. Pitt hasn't really done that to the same degree. Not that Pitt hasn't. Brian O'Neill is one of those guys that's in the NFL still. Jimmy Morrissey is in the NFL still, but they haven't done it to say the defensive line level where Pitt has multiple defensive linemen. They have Aaron Donald, the poster child for that. Uh, it's, it's not to that same level. And so it's one of those positions that Pitt kind of has to overcome that a little bit. 
know, they don't really have to overcome that at wide receiver because Jordan Addison's right there. Larry Fitzgerald is another icon. Tyler Boyd's in the NFL. You know, you feel good about that. Running back, James Connors right there. Quarterback, you've got Kenny Pickett. Uh, so you've got poster child. So that tight end's kind of similar to this uh, where you don't really have a guy there, um, but it started to pick up a little bit just with the natural kind of void of the team. Uh, I, I think, though, when you look at the offensive line recruiting, it's really going to come down to can Pitt sell the development at this level? And are these guys going to buy into the vision Borbley is selling enough? And I think that's going to be interesting. So I think we're going to see Dave Borbley's recruiting chops kind of come out a little bit. We've already seen him, not that he wasn't active before, but we've seen him kind of flex his recruiting muscles a little bit more this year, sending out a lot of direct offers himself, uh, really evaluating guys a lot more and, and offering. So we've seen that already kind of come to fruition just a little bit more. And so I would imagine that he's going to be an integral part to this process. And I think the offensive line is going to be huge to maintaining this level of success for the Panthers moving forward. All right, folks, tomorrow we're going to talk about the official visitors list for this weekend. We're going to talk about all of that, break some of these guys down, who can maybe commit, who might not. We will talk about it all coming up tomorrow on the on the next episode of the Lockdown Pit Podcast. Folks, as always, thank you for listening. And as always, hail to Pit.